Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. As you know, these are super fast episodes. Um, we will certainly want you to uh, feel free to reach out to our guests at any time. That's what they're here for, to help you. And today we have someone really special that's here to help you, um, Dr. Eric Block. Dr. Block, say hello. Hey, what's up, everyone? Thanks for having me. Hey, it's terrific to have you here. So grateful for your time. Uh, I know you're up in the uh, Boston area right now. You've got a nice storm, so you're not seeing patients, so you can take some time to join us. And I, I thank you for that. Um, you know, let's just jump right in. Dr. Block, tell me, how did you become a dentist? What made you want to become a dentist? Yeah, so a kind of a long story, but, um, you know, I grew up, uh, my dad is a dentist. He's a retired dentist, but I went to Tulane um, down in New Orleans, not as a, you know, pre-dental uh, major. I went as a business major, and I didn't really think I wanted to have anything to do with dentistry. It just, you know, wasn't in my, uh, you know, my thought process, um, and then I took uh, microeconomics, macroeconomics, statistics. And I just said, you know what? Uh, the business major is not for me. So I had to choose something. So I ended up choosing psychology as a major. Um, and then I was thinking about maybe applying to medical school, physical therapy. And I was like, you know what? Maybe dentistry. And I'll just take all the prerequisite classes and, and I'll, you know, figure out what I want to do. And then one night at a bar, uh, in New Orleans, I had one too many drinks and I just missed my mouth and I broke my, my front tooth, number nine central incisor. And that night I walked around with half a tooth, you know, feeling no pain because I was quite intoxicated. Uh, Then the the next day I went to a local dentist in Metairie, Louisiana, and I just loved the experience of how they fixed me up. Uh, You know, I walked in with, you know, I didn't want to smile and I left with my, my full smile and I just really liked the experience. So I ended up taking all the prerequisite classes. Uh, actually, at the time at Tulane, there was no you know, pre-med or pre-dental. Uh, I'm not sure if there is right now, but I had to take a year off and take the DATs and finish up my science classes. And I taught tennis. That was my year after dental school. And then I applied. Um, I hung out in my dad's office and said, hey, this is something I want to do. And I applied to dental school and ended up going down to Nova Southeastern in Fort Lauderdale. And then I came back to Boston uh, to do a, an implant residency at BU. And that's what brought me back to Massachusetts. Yeah, it's an awesome story. I got to ask you about this tooth. <clears throat> when you broke the tooth, did you tell your dad you had too much to drink and you broke your tooth? Or did you kind of keep that on? I, no, I think he just assumed, you know, <clears throat> he probably just assumed that, that I was, that that's what happened. But um, uh, yeah, I called him, like, I need help. So he, you know, I called the, the local dentist uh, that my friend recommended the next day. So. Perfect. Yeah. So anyways, you're, you've evolved, right? I know you run a very successful practice, uh, like I said, in the Boston area, right? You know, uh, keeping really busy, you've got multiple associates on board, things are going really good there, but you've kind of evolved. Tell me a little bit about, you know, I know you're still practicing, but, but tell me how your career has evolved uh, since starting your practice. Yeah. So I was an associate for way too long. I was an associate for about 12 years. And then I finally, uh, became an owner uh, about six years ago. Um, and I wish I had done it, you know, a lot earlier on, but I just didn't feel like I was mature enough to become an owner. Um, and I just got comfortable being, comfortable being an associate. 
Um, but also I went, I went through a tremendous amount of burnout, um, about, you know, six or seven years ago, seven, eight years ago. And I was really regretting my place in dentistry and, and even thought about leaving. I was so nervous all the time. I was stressed. I was anxious. I was, I was avoiding patients. I was avoiding staff. I was, you name it. I was, I was burned out. Um, and I was so afraid of getting sued by patients and that I'd actually thought about, leaving the profession and going to law school so I could be the one suing. Um, but <laughs> I realized that that wasn't going to happen. So I, I had to do something and I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, Blocky, you can't practice like this for the next 30 years. You, you gotta, you gotta do something. So I ended up, you know, diving deep into therapy and figuring out who I was, what made me tick and ended up, you know, it took a while, but I ended up getting back to the point where I enjoy going into work every day. Um, I enjoy dentistry. You know, there's bad days, there's bad weeks, there's bad months, but um, I don't think about leaving the profession anymore. So, you know, a message out there to dentists that may be struggling or, or regretting their place in the profession and going through burnout that, you know, don't give into the false belief that there's nothing you can do, uh, that it is what it is. And dentistry is just a hard profession and you got to ride this thing out until you retire. That's not true. You know, you, you got to take some a hard look at yourself and and figure out you know what it is that is making you so stressed and um, you know get some help and you know you can turn this thing around. Yeah, I, I have to imagine. I know this would be anecdotal, or I would assume maybe you've seen some studies, but for dentists that do decide to leave the pre- profession because of stress, anxiety, just burnout, all of those things, right? When they leave, do you think it gets better for them, or do you think they just find those same problems in their their new profession? That's a great question. I, I think I think it's a mixed bag. I've talked to dentists that have left and they're happier, uh, whereas other dentists, uh, you know, the grass is always greener and, you know, they feel like, you know, they're in another job and they get burned out there, too. I think you just got to figure out, you know, what is making you so unhappy and so stressed. Um, and maybe it's you got to cut back some hours. Maybe you're you're doing procedures or working on patients that you're not comfortable working on. You know, personally, I felt like I was trying to please everyone else. I was a people pleaser and an introvert. And I was saying yes to everyone else. And ultimately that was saying no to myself. So now I'm more selective with the patients I work on and the procedures that I do. Um, and I have, you know, more control over, um, of my schedule. And that's, that's really helped me a lot. Sure. So you have this um, website, Stress-Free Dentist. I know you have a book. Congratulations on doing that. I think that would be too stressful for me to try to, to do myself is write a book. Um, I know I need to someday, but the Stress-Free Dentist is the book. Tell me, um, and also I know you teach CE, right? So, um, which I, I think you can learn more about on uh, the website, the stressfreedentist.com. So tell me what, what's in this book. I mean, kind of the insight. Why, why should, uh, who needs to read this book? It, it was really just me sharing my story. You know, if, if one person read it, two people read it, or if, you know, you get one or two things out of it, and if I could help, you know, a few dentists out there either prevent or overcome burnout, then that was, you know, that was my mission. But it was really just my story of, of, of what I went through and, and how I overcame burnout and, and got back to enjoying dentistry again. And, you know, to tell you the truth, I felt stressed through every phase of my career from deciding to go to dentistry, you know, the four years of dentistry, of dental school, deciding what to do after dental school, then, you know, a million reasons why 
an associateship was stressful and then becoming an owner was stressful. So there was, there was stress throughout every phase. And I just wanted to kind of share my story. Uh, I've also been approved for CE uh, for a clinical lecture that I have called Game Changers. And it's about the clinical tips and tricks uh, and the ways that I've become more efficient, productive, and less stressed from my, my day-to-day dentistry. And also I have a, a non-clinical lecture called uh, the stress-free dentist um, and things that I've done, um, you know, non-clinically to help me uh, enjoy dentistry more. Yeah. So I'm going to, you know, real quick, I'm 47 years old. um, And I'll tell you that I have the least amount of things in my life ever to stress about, right? I've had a a reasonable amount of success in my life, life, a happy marriage, healthy children, you know, living the burbs, on and on and on. But yet it's only been in the last couple of years that I actually feel stress. Like I literally feel it. Like I could tell that it's having an impact on me and, and my health. And I know stress is, I think it's one of the leading causes of heart attack, right? Um, right. So it's a it's a pretty significant thing. When do you see that? Do you, like, do you see that typically with dentists? And then you talk to you that stress kind of comes on older like me or is it all over the place? And and you know, what's your what's your experience there? It, it's all over the place. I've had dentists that have reached out to me that are one year out um, and they are just ready to leave. Others are, you know, like myself, I'm 46. I've been practicing uh, almost 20 years and, and they're feeling it now. Um, I just think everyone's different. Every situation's different, um, but it can really happen, you know, at, at any time. Uh, and it can, you know, happen multiple times to the same person. Um, you know, personally, I, I went through another phase of burnout and I started to, you know, kind of snap out of it again. Um, and I really feel like, you know, kind of reinventing yourself, re-energizing yourself and your practice are huge. Maybe, you know, learning some new treatment modalities and just try to, do th- don't get stuck in that hamster wheel of just doing the same old thing over and over and over again. Um, and also reach out to your peers. It's very important uh, because a lot of dentists are, they're isolated, they're in private practice, they're in their own little bubble. Uh, and it's so important to reach out to your peers and, and, and you know, um, share stories, successes, failures, uh, because you know, other dentists only really know what you're going through in the trenches of a, of a private practice, a day-to-day uh, the grind of dentistry. And it's, it's so refreshing to talk to other dentists. Yeah. So outside of talking to other dentists and, and building a support system around you, right? Peers, what, what's a couple of steps, what are two or three steps someone can take today that they can implement today in their, their lives and their practice to, to help be less stressed and, and to not feel burnout? Yeah. So I really think that adding new technology, new treatments to your practice, for example, the last year or two, we went digital uh, that was game changing. You know, we, I look forward to doing crowns, you know, more than ever now because I use my scanner. Um, I'm adding clear aligners to my practice. I look forward to doing that. I'm also, um, starting my, uh, journey in learning airway management and sleep apnea. So I'm looking forward to that. So new technology, as long as you use it, it is, um, you know, can, can really kind of re-energize yourself and your practice. And, you know, even your staff, your patients will feel it. Uh, it's great for marketing. Um, so I just think it's win, win, win when you start to add new treatment modalities and new technology. Yeah. Appreciate that. So <clears throat> what other resources have you found useful? Is there any, any, besides your book, is there another book that you recommend that our audience read in regards to this? Oh yeah. Uh, I, uh, it's okay to be the boss um, by Bruce Tulgan was an excellent book. 
um, uh, Dino Watt, Hire and Fire Like a Boss. Um, there's, um, you know, so many good books out there, podcasts. Your podcast is awesome. Um, and then I think just really important is to reach out to a mentor, a peer, a friend, a coach, consultant. For me, it was you know, it was a combination of those things along with therapy. Um, I think you really got to get out there, reach out to your peers. Um, you know, a lot of you know live events are are hit or miss now with COVID, but going to live events are great, um, or doing you know virtual events. But just getting out there and networking is is a great way to to blow off steam and, and reduce stress. Yeah, it's great advice. I want to give out our, your website again. You have a couple deals for dentist.com. Why don't you tell us a little bit? 30 seconds or less. What's that website about? Yeah. So dealsfordentist.com over the quarantine, I developed uh, the website. It's a marketplace website that connects dentists to vendors. So I I wanted to create a place for dentists to find discounts and and new customer offers um, and kind of bring the trade show price directly to a dentist's uh, office or computer. Um, so that was that was the idea, and then that turned into a podcast. Uh, the you know creatively named the Deals for Dentists podcast, um, and um, I'm also on I Love Dentistry and um, the Stress Free Dentist as well. That's awesome. And then yeah, the Stress Free Dentist again. That's where I want people to go mostly. Right. I mean, well, check out both the sites, but check it out because I think it's important and can change your life. Doctor Block, thank you so much for coming back on. I want to have you back on the show again. Sounds good, man. Take care. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.